Welcome, everybody, to the N-Word for Nerd podcast. This is your host, as always, Jason, number one. And we are here with our illustrious crew on this. We're actually recording on Halloween. So Halloween we day. look at this at a later date and go, why is Static Shock on the show? And where did Jason Duke of All Nerds go? You know why. Okay. That is actually Jason Duke of All Nerds. I'm just going to spoil his identity. Let everybody oh, know. no. <laughs> there goes my crime-fighting career, man. I was going to, you know, do some stuff and, you know, Listen, maybe, like, have an on-and-off-again relationship with a person I know who doesn't know who I am. Like, oh, I love you, but I'm not loving static. Yeah, I don't know. Just, just remember, <laughs> evil dies tonight. That's all you yeah, remember. evil dies tonight. <laughs> so dumb. I kept uh, saying but, it, too. <laughs> what's going on, Jason? How's it going today? Halloween. I got to get another use out of this costume. It's great. Hey, I'm right there with you. There you go. Do, do you have a, um, you know, a, a sewer lit cover as well with you? No, but I will make one for next year's Dragon Con so that it will light up and everything. So that will be awesome. That will be yeah. awesome. I was trying to think of a way to do it, like you know, one of those uh, hoverboards, mm-hmm. you know, and have and, and yeah. but I haven't figured out yeah. all the mechanics yet. But next year's Dragon Con, I'll have a sewer lid. Maybe Jaren can like 3D print you one. Ugh. Once I get to my new place, <laughs> yes, I will 3D print you something. Jaren's like, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, uh, was like, no, I'm not. What are you, why are you volunteering me, Jason? Why are you volunteering me? Uh, and speaking of that, Jaren, what's going on, man? How's it going? Hey, happy Halloween, everybody. Uh, yeah, we're doing an early show today, as evidenced by the light coming through my window shades. It's and, still um, it is still daylight out because uh, everybody else involved in this is a dad and needs to take their little ones trick or treating. So early show. Uh, I'm excited. Like thirteen, almost I mean, awake. He's if a grandpa. I, if I he's had a, he's my a... way, I would do the show this time like every Saturday, Sunday, so I can you know enjoy the rest of my day, get some editing done early, go to bed at a good hour, you know. But <laughs> we gotta, hey, I tell you what, enjoy your life. life. Nah, <laughs> way more information than any of our viewers need to know, but. Middle of next month, when I move into my my new place, I will be significantly closer to work, and that would actually free up two hours, additional two hours a day of my life, so that I can watch our stuff sooner. So we could actually probably do that. That would work. Okay, well, let's jump into it. So he doesn't wear this uh, costume for the rest of the show. He can at least take the mask uh, off later. All right, yeah, it's hot already in this motherfucker. <laughs> this jacket uh, is pure leather. Our first movie review here. We're going to talk about the last night in Soho. For this review, we are going to start off spoiler-free, and then we will let you guys know when we are going to jump into spoilers, and then that way you can turn to shut it off or go to the next moment, and we're going to go from there. But a quick summary of the last night in Soho. An inspiring fashion designer is mysteriously able to enter the 1960s where she encounters a dazzling wannabe singer. However, the glamour is not all it appears to be, and the dreams of the past start to crack and splinter into something far, far darker. All right, guys. Let's go this review. I'm going to go ahead and start because, you know, y'all got your Star Trek gasms off. I'm going to go jump into this one. So You, I'm you deserve to go first. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love that energy, man. Bring it. Right. So The Last Night is so much close to being a perfect movie, but the ending is so ho-hum. See what I did? It's so ho I know we're all going to probably review this pretty well because it is Edgar Wright. And Edgar Wright is one of those filmmakers that he just makes good movies. And the things that don't work, you kind of let it slide because he just makes good movies. They look good. They sound good. 
like even the the dialogue feels good and lived in, et cetera. So I just going up with that one. I will say I finally realized it's something that Edgar Wright doesn't do well. And that is complete straight up horror. Like Shaun of the Dead is horror, but it's comedic horror. Uh, even the, the world's end, more comedic. This is straight up, no frills, has to like live in this moment kind of thing. And I think either they overthought the ending or they wanted to twist something to make people feel like, oh, this twist was earned. I don't know what it was. I'll be interested to hear interviews further as this movie goes out and spreads more what his thoughts were about the ending. Because I just think, I don't think it stuck the landing very well at all. But outside of that, everything works in this movie. When I say everything, I mean everything from the look of it, the feel of it. But even one of the things that it just has a minuscule, minuscule thing that I think works is the main character, Ellie, her voice, her inflection, how she speaks is very whimsical, uh, very fairy-like, very like it, it hits on so many things. And this is a thing that we probably never talk about on this show ultimately, but this might be the first movie I've seen in a long time where I think all the casting hit home. Oh, like yeah. it, oh, it yeah, like they, who they pick for each role works and it fit and the way they acted out, the way they spoke, the way they presented themselves, the way they dress was all great. Um, even from the thirsty brother, I was like, damn, this brother, like, because I'm dealing with some crazy chick like this, I'm out. Like, yeah, I'm, nope. up. Like, I'm good. What are you talking about? Like all these other white bitches. <laughs> but I'm not, a, I'm not a Euro black dude either, so I don't know how they roll. So I'm like, well, maybe this is part of their DNA. Because for me, in America, I'm like, oh, she almost got me caught up. I'm, I'm surprised the police ain't show up in my house, so I'm going to let this ride. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, but the things I'm getting, the only other issues I had, too, was I think the, the, the head, you know, the person who was renting out to Ellie and the old man, I thought they needed a little bit more development a little bit more to to bring that together so the things that happen in the movie with them it feels more earned where mm. it kind of felt very shotgunned in there and i was like when when the thing happened to the older man i was like oh we must be getting near the end like that's the first thing i thought because like they threw that in there and they flipped it and it was like off to the races in which the ending was very thrilling until we got to the very last part of it um but like i said at the end of the day man i think everything looked good it felt good the way they shot a lot of the scenes, hell, that ending scene on the stairs, oh my God, if that's not movie magic, I do not know what is. It's so perfectly shot. (laughs) looks so great. It's just everything about this. So again, like I said, I mean, my my review is still going to probably be a higher number, but I think it was, it's it's points left on the table for just little things that I expect out of Edgar Wright that I just didn't get in this moment and in this movie. And that's my only critique is that Edgar Wright's so great that when he wasn't absolutely almost perfect, it hurt my feelings. That's that's my critique, basically. <laughs> uh, let's go jump on to you, Jaron. What are your thoughts on the last night of Soho? About to have seven minutes with Jaron just <laughs> right. over Edgar Wright, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm going to let – this is this is good. I'm going to let Jason kind of round this out because it will probably be a little more balanced. Um, oh, holy shit. I absolutely love this movie. There are, there are points in this movie – where the ending is revealed to you. And I love that about good writing things that were said all the way up until the end of the movie. Absolutely point to how this is going to end things that happened. Uh, the old lady talking about having to turn up the, uh, the vents in the summer. Cause it, the, the, it gets stinky. There's a reason for that. Mm-hmm. She just, just a, just a, a random ass thing. She says passes by. No one thinks the wiser of it. 
when uh when ellie goes don't to give look too many for, examples <laughs> right right when ellie goes to look for uh uh past deaths uh in in the you know in the area uh there there's a trend that keeps coming up that is not what she's looking for but then at the end makes a whole fucking lot of sense um and i think you know you're, you're sitting there going oh that's what was happening on those fucking microfiches um i agree with jason uh i think so okay edgar wright um he he kind of blew his load a lot on on the the elements that were horror like um there were just periods that we were watching just like something shocking or scary like just just staring at it for a couple seconds like there was no there wasn't a lot of buildup. It's almost like he hasn't quite got the timing down on building the suspense and then kind of letting it go. It just, he just jumps right into it and says, Hey, here it is. And then, <laughs> and then there, you know, there may be some running or scrambling or something. And then he's like, Oh, here it is again. Yeah, I'm just going to stare you right in the face with it. Uh, there's no build that uh, we see from other directors that are uh, better at this genre, I guess, as it, if it were one of the things I fucking loved. And one of the things that Edgar Wright, I think it's, it's, it's an eye that uh, to detail that only Edgar Wright would deliver when she's experiencing this woman in the past life, you always catch her in the reflections, but it's just a little off putting because she's never matching where the head would be in a mirror she's always turned around looking as if she's looking through the mirror at the person so even though the woman the girl from the 60s is reflected in the mirror exactly as ellie is body wise she's looking at the back of that girl's head which is just an off-putting situation from the rip anytime you ever think of a, a mirror reflection looking at you and watching you it's just unnatural it's weird it's fuck it's Don't fuck with mirrors don't yeah yeah <laughs> from Candyman you're like don't yeah, fuck don't, 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 don't say his name don't say his name go back yeah go back go back to our uh, yeah our, our Candyman episode uh when Jason's got he's got the thought, thoughts on mirrors um I will say I was worried uh for the girl from Queen's Gambit I was like was Queen's Gambit a perfect storm for her is she actually a good actress is she capable of being a lead lady or was the mixture of the character being kind of a blank slate and, you know, with like one episode where she's drinking and smoking a little bit and kind of acting out, but really still kind of reserved. Was that just a wheelhouse for her? And was it enough of a bland character that she got a lot of kudos for delivering a very, very even delivery? In this, we see her much more human, much more animated, much more out there. And I have to say, uh, if this is any indication of where she's going, she's going to have a long and illustrious career in Hollywood. I think she is phenomenal. So if there was any doubt in your mind, this movie will put those doubts to rest, at least in my humble opinion. Jason? Which one? Me? Me? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to mirror a lot of sentiments about Edgar Wright that you guys have already said. He's a phenomenal director. He does what he does great. Um, if you want to just judge this on a pure horror movie, it's pretty terrible. It's not scary at all. <laughs> it's not scary in the slightest if you think this as a horror movie. But if you're just thinking this as just a regular movie, a thriller, then you will definitely have uh, some fun with this. Uh, the one thing that I truly liked about this is the, uh, I guess, would, would be uh, Edgar Wright's critique of nostalgia here. This young lady is so enamored with the 60s. She thinks it's perfect. She was like, she keeps telling everybody, oh, if I could be anywhere, I would live in the 1960s in London. And for me, as a, a person of color, 
Uh, when people say <laughs> stuff like that to me, I'm just like, sure, all right, you can have it. <laughs> there was never a point in time past, hopefully in the future might be, but past, present, that was great. <laughs> and if you think that, you are looking at things from a, a certain amount of privilege. And I love that in this movie, she is definitely uh, dissuaded of that idea. There are definitely some things that she can enjoy about that time period. But as as anything, it was a horrible time for people, just as someone would say this is a horrible time for people or whatever. So I really love that theme, that nostalgia, that rose-colored, you know, looking back, it's like, oh, everything was so great and wonderful back then. And he's like, nah, you know, you can't think like that. You got to move forward. You got to progress. Um, as into for the, uh, I do think there should have been a little bit more character development or a little bit more of, of Terrence Stamp's character, um, of a little bit more obvious, uh, pointing of, of who this character is, or at least more hints to who this character is. But the fact that they, they cast Terrence Stamp mm-hmm. was yeah. a phenomenal casting because you're just like, oh yeah, that's the bad guy. Cause it's Terrence yeah. Stamp. I mean, you gotta it's you like, gotta kneel to Zod, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like that's the bad guy. It's Terrence Stamp. He's the bad guy. It's, it's Terrence Stamp. It's, we don't need you character development because he's the bad guy. <laughs> he shows up. He's like got bad guy vibes off the rip. Yeah. So like, I think that's a really great casting. Uh, but there should be a little bit more to his character than than just relying on the fact that he's Terrence Stamp. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, yeah, this movie's great. It's I was intrigued the whole entire time. I was at the edge of my seat, you know. Dude. You know, there the clues were there. You you can say whether or not, you know, he he sticks the landing or not. That's, you know, entirely subjective in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but there is definitely enough there to say to point you in the direction of how this was kind of going to end. So, yeah. Good movie. Good movie. All right. So, let's give our ratings and then we'll jump into spoiler some spoiler notes on here. Um <laughs> I guess I'll jump off. Uh, I'm going to give it a 3.8, which I think is lower. But I think, again, once we get to the spoiler portion, my nitpicks will get more picked. Uh, so I'm going to give it a 3.8. Jaron, what do you think? I'm going to give this a solid four. Uh, I uh, I highly recommend you go see it in the theaters if you can. If not, this will be a great purchase later on Blu-ray or digital or however you go about it. All right. Jason? Four as well. It's, it's a good movie. It's plain and simple. Good movie. All right. So we are going to jump into some brief spoiler talk. Please be warned. Spoilers, we're letting you know. Um, please. Okay, yeah, sorry. I didn't get the counter. You're right, Jason. In five. I throw a spoiler alert stamp four, on the screen that covers everything. Three. Happened, so we're good. Two. One. We are jumping right into spoilers, ladies and gentlemen. Um, <laughs> My biggest spoiler on here is just that, or just the thing that confused me the most is like, so was the older lady the ghost? Of yeah, that didn't make no damn sense <laughs> because he did admit that she got killed, but she was like, she, she didn't, killed. but she didn't get killed though. But then, how was Ellie seeing the death scene? So, was she implanting memories in her in her mind? Yeah, that there is weirdness there. She, yeah, you, you saw Ellie see that death scene when the, the boy was there, but then later they re showed her seeing like telling the death scene and she was stabbing him up and getting blood yeah. drawn. Well, but no, remember she made a comment as an older lady that she had experienced that death a hundred times over until finally the hundredth time she decided she wasn't going to die this time. Like she said that out of her mouth. Well, like, I think that was more of a uh uh just reliving you know, psychological death yeah, of having yeah. sex with these men. 
over and over again. She was dying each time, but it's not like physically dying. Well, right. I mean, and then finally, she, she finally died. decided to kill her abuser, which was Jack. So- the 99 well, either time, way, it didn't make sense that she was seeing her. He was like, oh, the guy is going to stab me with a knife. Now I'm going to defend myself and then, what, go back and kill all these other people? Or did she have sex with them and then kill them? That's what I'm saying. I like, think, it didn't Yeah, she had up. sex with them and then killed them. And then killed them. When and so they, nobody... And again, she continued, after she killed Jack, she continued to have sex with men and kill them. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So that's So then Jack was the first death? But then the guys that she was killing were the, the guys that actual met. death. But the guys <laughs> that she was killing were the guys that we saw through the the movie too, as well. Right. So either they were return customers, or I always thought she killed Jack last. That's what I thought too. Like this took this like these deaths happened over the course of maybe like a summer, where she was looking through all those microfiches. That's a lot like, of motherfuckers to kill in a summer, and then just that's and that nobody noticed that they all went home. With the <laughs> they never found out that was found again. Yeah. <laughs> 60s, no social media, no cell phones. Oh, come know. on. You still know what 50 motherfuckers go missing. Especially <laughs> if, you're, <laughs> if you're just a pimp. In one well, area, a like, girl. dudes go missing in one area, yeah. and you're just like, nah, I don't fucking know what happened. But they all left with the same chick. <laughs> yeah. You're, 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 th- all right. So think of it. You're in the 60s. You're a pimp. You sell this woman. You get paid. And then you don't see that guy around the club for a while. What does that mean to you? That's nothing. You see a thousand yeah, people. Yeah, but every single motherfucker that she has sex with dis- disappears. And if, if it was a hundred of them, I think you yeah. would start as a pimp noticing that 99 yeah. of your customers who will probably been loyal, especially if you're only buying her from him. They if you're be- hanging out in a club, you're going to know people. <laughs> if you're going there, you know, for sex and stuff, you're going to know people are going to make, you know, friends with people and shit. Yeah. And be like, dude, Bill has thought- sex with, you know, you know, yeah. uh, Sandy. I haven't seen him. And then, you know well, what, Todd? He did it too. That, like, yeah. we got to still stay to the point of like, how was she confusing Ellie about who died? The only thing I got reference to that, that maybe it was something with the chick that she could do this is that she made a comment about how girls leave out of that room immediately, like always leave very quickly without notice. Was my right. only thought to be like, maybe the being right. in that room, something happens to the people who live in that room. That's why the lady would never really go in that room because you've noticed throughout the whole thing until oh, the shit. end. She never really went inside of that room, like for a very prolonged amount of time. That's yeah. the only thing I can really spitball and say is it was yeah. something more with the room mixed with Ellie's powers that have made that kind of. But then why were these other chicks leaving? Was it just a smell or like I, I don't? I, again, this is why I'm like it's I don't know what the point of the the revelation was supposed to be. The fact, or the fact that the ghosts are grabbing her and she's trying to call the police and get this crazy lady locked up. And then I told <laughs> like, her, I'm trying to do it. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm trying to help. <laughs> the fact, the fact that all three of us came to this point with a different idea of exactly what was going on with that killing point does mean that they could have done a better job in the storytelling for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this was laid like, out. Well. Right. You are you you. They established that she can see ghosts at the very beginning right. of the movie because she sees her mother. Mom. So you assume that the fact that she is living this person's life, that that person is dead. And right. so, like, you assume that, okay, that means Sandy must have died because she can see ghosts and she is seeing Sandy's life. Mm-hmm. But no, Sandy is just down fucking stairs, right? you know, right. waiting to plot. Right. So it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. as cool as that sort of thing was, it's like, okay, this is very confusing. Is she seeing, because it would be one thing if she was seeing Sandy's life with always Jack being there. Right? Right. right, and you would say, okay, she wasn't seeing Sandy; she was seeing Jack's perspective, or or right. she was seeing 
you know, maybe she was seeing through Jack's eyes, but the fact that she was only seeing what Sandy was doing kind of confuses the whole entire point that Sandy is the one who is still alive and Jack is right. the one that is dead. And it's and, and especially at that end, and that's the only scary part of the movie to me was when poor John was in the room with her and, and she's screaming and shit. And I'm like, well, black guy's getting caught up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's so I think we're both nodding in the theater. Nothing like, at all. <laughs> He uh, about to go down. <laughs> no. He didn't even touch yeah, it. I think that's the, the confusing point is like trying to figure out those pieces. So my theory, and I guess we can go around and give our own theories of what we think was going on. My theory is that the lady was always dead because we never see her leave the house. We never see her do Ooh. anything around town and she was dead. But for somehow in that house, she's able to manifest herself. That's, that's why other people are able to see her in that house and in that role. Like she was able to manifest it and that's what was going on. Hmm. And mixed with Ali's power, Ellie's power in that room, something's wrong with that room, is haunted, whatever. It was able to make all these things come and come to fruition to happen. That that's the best guess I have is that, yeah. And then like as a ghost, she was still she was killing these jokers off one by one and then burying them. I, that's something I could think of. Because again, we she would have to be some kind of ghost for Ellie to experience her life. So that's something I could think of is she was just a ghost that was able to manifest herself. Because she died out of like trauma, pain, and revenge. That's my best guess. And there's nothing in the movie that really yeah. confirms that. It's just my guess from horror movie stuff that I've watched my whole life. Would you say it's your head cannon? Oh, yes. Oh, I be. see what you did there. I see what you did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my, my thoughts on it were that we established that Ellie's a median uh, because she mm-hmm. sees her mom still from across. So the. Uh, I, I would think that all these dead men have focused their their kind of like spectral or ethereal energy on the, the thing that murdered them, the memory of the girl that murdered them. And that's why Ellie is being put like seeing it through there. She's seeing the uh, girl through the eyes that are basically reconstructed by all these men's perception of her that she's killed. So that that's what she's experiencing. And maybe it's amplified because she's close to this old woman who happens to be the source of it. Uh, ah, but, again, sure. but that that would be my best guess in that scenario. That's a good. I like that one better than mine. Like, I, I think I could roll with that. Your yeah. thoughts, Jason? What is your theory on it? Aliens. Yeah. <laughs> but this one could open actually, the door. This one could open the door. Though. Actually, I think uh, probably what it probably is, is that she is experiencing the death of Sandy, the girl. And that's how she's viewing things, because Sandy, the girl, is dead, but Alexandra, the woman, is still alive. And therefore, she's experiencing Sandy's death. And then that's why she's seeing when Sandy was killed was when she, in in fact, killed Jack, is when Sandy was killed. Mm -hmm. And Alexandra, who was the serial killer, was born. And that is what she's seeing. That's so you're, th- you're thinking more of the death of innocence, less the yes. death of life. I got you. I think, yeah. An actual real, she's being really dead. I'm yeah. going to now jump from Jaren on over to Jason. And I think, I think that's the best explanation because that will make the most <laughs> sense that that makes sense. They will continue this pimping without the men being counted because she no longer had a pimp. She just yeah. went back to these nightclubs and get these guys back home. And finish. that would make mm-hmm. more sense now. Why she, it wouldn't be Trace now. Because nobody yeah. will be paying attention at this point. She's just a regular chick going around. There's no more. Uh, the pimp's not around. She allures the guys back home, takes them out. Like, Or again, if they're repeat customers at that point, they already know she's an established, at least in their minds, 
Oh, yeah, and she's probably money. going back and murdering the people who have abused her previously. Right. right. Like I'm here theory. for that. I like that theory better. Uh, yes, and Terrence Stamp's character going out like that. It, I, I got the hint as soon as he said <laughs> Sandy probably deserved everything she got and something, something about her in hell. I was like, oh, that's the dude that was like, she's too good for this. And then, yeah. <laughs> yeah but the, the thing was, like, there was only one scene with that guy. I feel only like there should be more. Yeah scenes with him in it like oh, being just lurking around or something like great, you know maybe though. more of of uh uh you know she could have come across him more and him being just a creepy maybe just him just being creepy and you realizing oh he's a fucking narc that's why right. he's always around or the and fact I, that like I, nobody mentions that early on yeah they make him like a creepo and nobody was like, oh, like no 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 no, no that's him. that dude's a cop i mean yeah, all yeah, cops yeah. bad yeah. but still <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I I'm I'm actually curious if there is more scenes with him establishing that connection that as the younger cop. And Edgar Wright was like, "Let's just pull it back to one. I just want a breadcrumb. I want a single breadcrumb and see if anybody picks up on it. Right. And we'll yeah, wrap no it up at the end. One breadcrumb. We'll, like, oh, let's lay out the yeah. bases right here. We'll we'll beat him over the head with it at the end. But I'm wondering if have pick up two scenes. <laughs> yeah. One right, is not yeah. enough. Two yeah. is too much. I, and I, I I can't wait to like the real nerdy heads break down this movie and. Put in all the imagery that probably led to us should have knowing what happened. Like right. in all other rights movies, is all the imagery that tells you like <laughs> how gonna, this is going to happen. Yeah, and then this is going to have to fit in the Cornetto trilogy as well. It's going. Oh no, yeah. no, this is actually uh, <laughs> Baby Driver and it's this in, in Cornetto trilogy, all the same universe. I <laughs> <They all have, laughs> right, right. <laughs> they all make a reference to this Sandy girl. We never realized it. It's not just a throwaway line. We're like, what the fuck? Right, right. <laughs> actually, this is after the world's end. They're all actually robots. She's just downloading the implant. This is a different 1960s, you know, after they all become robots. Uh, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Um, right. Yes. Yeah, so hopefully everybody enjoyed our last uh, conversation on last night in Soho. Please remember to comment below. Let us know what you thought about it. If you enjoyed this or not. And if you hated it and you thought it sucked, um, please let us know that as well. And tell us why you thought it sucked. But I do agree with you. Want I don't to tell you you're wrong. Yeah. I don't think it's an all out horror movie as in jump scares i do think it is a horror movie in a sense of thriller so guys we, we we almost did it 18 minutes over so hey thank you guys for watching and listening to the n-word for nerd podcast we appreciate you as always don't forget to like share subscribe on facebook youtube yeah, I didn't put the banner up today. Oh, Sorry, guys. I'm slacking i'm, I'm still slacking pointing down because jaren can put a banner in i can't that'd be a lot of work <laughs> Yeah. I used to do After that manually too, and I hated it. Uh, but thank you guys Ooh. for listening. Uh, like, share, subscribe on YouTube, Facebook, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Anchor FM under Head Cannon Circus. And as always, please remember to comment. Give us your comments. We have been loving all the comments that have been coming in, yes. and we are going to do a comment section either sometime this week or on you know, next week's show. So all you guys that have been commenting, we would definitely want to say thank you. Keep sending them in. Share this stuff with some of your friends. Have them comment on us. And um, I think I may have a, a custom, uh, one of the fans uh, that have commented come on the show next week. We'll see. I gave him my email, so he wants to come on and chop it up with us. I'll give him a lineup, and we'll do our thing on this one. So hopefully, fingers crossed, he'll come on the show. If not, we'll still give you the same high-quality content we've been doing just yeah. with us doing our <laughs> thing. Oh, well, yeah. It, we may have to come down from the Halloween high, so it may be a little weak next week. So don't worry. And if you want to come on the show and you have something you want to talk about you're more than welcome to uh send an email or make a comment in the in the youtube channel 
Uh, if you don't want to be on camera, we can just put you in a little box with uh, like a sound bar or something. If uh, if you don't have like a good camera or just don't want to be on camera, it's fine. You can still be here, it's present, awesome. live with us and talking. So I mean, we look at Jaren's face. I mean, look at him. every <laughs> they have to deal with this. Shit, so you're fine. You're fine. All right. Well, guys, as always, uh, Jason, I mean, I guess, Jaren, you've kind of got your final words. Jason, any final words before we get up on out of here? Be kind. Be considerate. Dip your bartenders and servers 20%. Yeah. What about Static Shock? Does he have any follow? Uh, does Static Shock have a, a, a catchphrase? Static Shock. Ah, yeah. Little Romeo has it for him. <laughs> <laughs> static Shock. <laughs> Evil dies tonight. Evil yes. dies tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for watching.